Summer League, baby. Let's overreact to some fake basketball. Leon Rose fleeces another two players, and Randall just said he wants Carl Anthony Towns. Let's talk some Knicks without a knack. It's no secret. Holy fucking shit. We are back at it again. More unqualified, unadulterated, and unsatisfying rants on the New York Knickerbockers. I'm Ryan Quigley. This is another episode of the Without a Knack podcast. Uh, man, uh, really quick before we get into basketball, before because it, it really is only summer league, and this really is only episode three for me. I am I'm overcome with, uh, with greatness about the support that I've received. Um, I, I, it probably means nothing to no, to It probably means nothing at all. But I have the numbers right in front of me. I have 116 downloads in two episodes. Uh, that's about. Uh, that's probably about 110 more than I anticipated. Uh, so really quick, I just wanted to 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 thank you, uh, and, and and show my appreciation to all the, <laughs> all all the strangers and and you know parent coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> that and distant cousins that were um that were <laughs> that were pressured into listening to this. F- please, if you don't know anything about basketball, if you don't know anything about Knicks, do me a favor, just leave uh, five stars on on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give a follow on Spotify. Do all the do all the the button pushing for me, and then feel free to <laughs> uh, you know never talk to me again. I, I I wouldn't blame you for a second. But you know something, we're watching basketball. I'm watching basketball. I don't know if you are. I mean, I don't know why anyone would, but we've had two summer league games. And it's really fu- it's it's really fun. Uh it's always fun to have no basketball and then have the quick turnaround of boom draft, boom free agency, uh and then boom, a couple of basketball games and then we'll see it again for preseason in, in a few months. It's always it, it's always satisfying. It's a little uh you know, a little a little appetizer, a little stuffed mushroom, a little deviled egg. Of, of basketball, and so it's it's my favorite thing. Because I mean, I, I like baseball, um, and football's around the corner. It's a little it's a little something to hold you over that isn't baseball. Uh, so I always appreciate it. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's summer league. <laughs> you know, you really it's fake. It's fake. It's not real. The competition is not real. Ninety percent of the people are people who are like confirmed bad at basketball, cannot play at the NBA level. They're either overseas or a G League player, uh, or they're rookies who really haven't. They're they're not they're not ready yet. They're not no no rookie's going to come into the league and be MVP. They're going to have flashy performances. But remember, Jaleel Okafor was like the guy in summer league. He, he I I forget. I'm not going to look up his. I'm not going to look up Jaleel Okafor summer league stats. I'm sorry, but I remember he had a huge summer league and he was the next baby. Uh, how about Iggy Brasdakis? You remember him? Him dropping 30 points, and people say, oh, well, maybe he had a better summer league than RJ. It really is fake basketball. It's fake imaginary basketball. Uh, but you still, I'm still gonna, I'm still definitely gonna overreact to things. I'm gonna give you all my overreactions. I'm gonna give you all uh, stat manipulations that I possibly can. And then after that, we're gonna go through uh, the next roster situations. There's a couple roster moves that have happened, that will happen. They announced a few deals. We'll get into that. And then there's something pretty fucking juicy that I don't know why people aren't talking about yet. 
Julius Randle announced that he wants Carl Anthony Towns on the Knicks. Publicly. <laughs> like, there is a video on the internet, and people aren't making a big deal about it for some reason, and I don't quite understand it. So I'm gonna, I'll be the one that, I'll, 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 take, I'll take one for the team, and I'll make a big deal about it. But let's go back to Summer League. So I'm just going to go, there's only been two games, there's another game, to, uh, full disclosure, I'm sorry to break the immersion. Uh, there is a game tonight at like 11.30 or something p.m. I'm an old man. I get up early now. Uh, so I, you know, I'm, I'm probably, if I watch it, it's only gonna be a portion. I'm certainly not going to wait to record the podcast, uh, until after I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that to myself. Um, but anyway, uh, and I'm also, I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys can hear it. It's raining slightly. So if you hear a little pitter patter, uh, I apologize in advance, but I am, I'm, I'm back in the without an act studios, uh, closet so so uh, i please if you hear if you get upset by the rain uh just know that i'm sweating my ass off uh in a closet covered in hoodies okay so just have you can have that picture and i and, and i spent 20 minutes trying to stuff a microphone in there so there you go uh iq iq emmanuel quickly um he was huge all of last year everybody knows iq uh he was i mean he was pretty not great in game one and he looked pretty great in game two uh and again that everybody's reaction should be who cares nobody should really care what emmanuel quickly is doing in here um but that 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 said here are my overreactions if you had never seen him before you'd be you'd be if he was a rookie and you'd never seen him play before you'd be concerned about the consistency of his shot you'd be worried that oh i don't know if his shot's going to translate it seems inconsistent. It seems off. He's taking shots that are too far back. He seems a little ambitious. You'd be saying shit like that. But guess what? He did it in the playoffs. He already proved it. You don't have to worry about IQ. Uh, but that would be an overreaction had I never seen Emmanuel quickly play. Uh, a couple specific stats. Uh, he's averaging eight assists, which is cool. That would be that'd be very nice. You could, you could put a spin zone on it and say, oh, he's averaging eight assists with ass teammates. Oh, that's very impressive. Uh and then, and he's only, he only had one, he only, like, I don't know if he had two turnovers the first game and one turnover the next game. He's very few turnovers. Um, he's shown a lot of shake, he's, he's shown a lot more shake and bake. He has that, he had that play where he put my guy Duarte on skates. He dropped him. Uh, that was really cool. A lot more step backs. He, he's shown a lot, he's shown a lot more lemon pepper Lou as opposed to I'm going to shoot or go in and you know, do my little floater, try and draw a foul thing. He's doing he's doing less of that consistently, and he's trying to be more dynamic. Uh, you know, uh, dribble drive. Uh, you know, crossovers. He's trying to do more stuff, which is cool. This is that, that's what summer league is for. Try your shit out. Uh, go for it. Uh, the concern about that is like so. The, the, if you if I was doing a podcast, <laughs> if I was doing a podcast, you'd be like, okay, well, is it good to see? Does IQ have potential to be a lead point guard where he can distribute the ball? Uh, and, you know, you surround he, you put the ball in his hands a few times and you surround him with slashers and shooters uh, who don't necessarily have to distribute. Is he capable of that or is this more Alonzo Trier? You know, that, that, that's, that's the question that you kind of have to ask yourself. Um, because we swore just because he was a bucket and he was ball dominant, we were like, oh, a lot. but that's kind of because we were starved. There was a lot of trauma involved in that situation. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you got to I wish uh, you got to hope you be I hope a coach says to him, all right, let's not get Alonzo Trieri now, which I'm not saying he has really at all. But I'm just saying it would be a concern that, you know, if I was trying to get ratings. 
Uh, again, five stars on Apple Podcasts uh, <laughs> that I might throw out there. But that's really all you have to say about IQ. He looks okay. He, IQ will be just fine. Uh, Obi. Obi looks good. He looks good. It's clear what they're trying to do, where they're trying to force him. To, they, they said, go, Obi, go out and shoot some threes. First game, he went two for 10, but he still finished with 24 points or whatever. He had a pretty good game. Uh, and then last game, he went three for six from three. Um, and he looks, the, the cool thing for me is that he looks like he's trying to rebound more. Uh, you want negative Nancy on it? Uh, he should be rebounding more. He should be, he should be going, he should be grabbing all the boards. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, I, I, he's probably focusing on being on the perimeter more. Uh, so I, that, that's good. He's averaging eight rebounds. That's the number right there. 8.5 rebounds. 8.5 rebounds. There you go. Uh, Grimes. Quentin Grimes, our first overall pick, 25 overall. Um, he looks a bit overmatched. He doesn't look bad. He doesn't look bad at all, but he looks like he's, he's slowly, I mean, it was, it was two fucking games. It was two fucking games, folks. He looks like he's slowly easing into it, trying to find his feet, trying to get comfortable with things. Um, and it's fine. It's fine. He, the, the cool thing for me was that the first shot he took, it was like 30 seconds of the game or whatever, came down the court, catch and shoot three, drained it. Took his first shot, drained it, boom, monkey off the back. That's good stuff. I like that. Uh, I was happy for him. Um, averaging five rebounds, cool. Averaging three assists. He's not scoring too much. He's not shooting great, but that's fine. His shot looks smooth. His shot, I don't have a problem. I, I, I don't think his, his shot is far from ugly. Uh, and, you know, he's participating and getting after it on defense, which is cool. But that's characteristic for Summer League. Let's see how long. Let's see how he can. I, there is no red flags for Grimes as a 25th overall pick yet. If he was picked sixth overall, if he was a lottery pick, he'd be like, that's it. You'd, he would have a little bit of pressure. There is nothing wrong with what Grimes did as a 25th overall pick. I, I, I'm sure he's going to be all right. Oh, man, my guy. My guy, Deuce McBride. My guy, Deuce McBride, 6'2", strong, drives to the basket, pest on defense. You all know this. He's just my, oh, man, I, he's looked great. He, he really he gets after it on. The, his shot looks great. His shot looks good. Uh, da, da, da. He went five from seven, and he went two for three from three. Oh, my God, his second game in the win over Indiana. He went five for seven overall, two for three from three. Uh, man, you just got to love it. You love it. He looks like he looks like Marcus Smart with a more consistent shot. He just does. Um, you really it's it's really tough to not watch everything that Deuce is doing right now and be like, he's NBA ready. He's the most NBA rookie on the floor right now. It's very difficult to not say that. That's when you come out and say, okay, this is summer league. This is summer league. Everybody take a deep breath. <laughs> it really doesn't count, you know. His he's he's playing next to Wayne Seldon. <laughs> he's playing next to Wayne Seldon and Justin Patton. Let's all take a deep breath and relax, okay? It's really not that deep. Um, but yeah, Grimes Deuce has looked good, and man, oh Jesus fucking Christ! Jericho Sims is a par- is Dwight Howard. Jericho Sims is 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 Shaquille O'Neal. Evidently, oh my God, is. You want an overreaction? He, I, I think this was, uh, I think it was Jeremy Cohen on the next Film School podcast that said this. You got, he's making a case for being the best number fifty-eight overall pick ever. He's really, he really already has his name in in the hat. 
or his hat in the ring, whatever the fuck the, the, the phrase is, his defense has been solid. His defense has been very solid. Um, if you want to, if you, if you, if you really want to nitpick, you'd love to see, cause he's a freak out. Everybody saw that, that alley-oop that he had where he like, he could have just jumped over the rim. It was preposterous what he did. It was positively thunderous. Goodness gracious, Jericho. My Lord. It was, it was, oh, what a sick, that was really cool. Especially after not having watched a lot of basketball in a long time. You know, live basketball. Uh, you know, oh man, that was cool to see. That was so fucking cool to see. Um, and oh, literally, he hasn't missed a field goal attempt. He went four for four for game one and six for six. He literally, he literally can't miss. Literally, he's around the board. Uh, you, if you want, he's he's averaging the same amount of rebounds as Obi in ten less minutes. How about that? Averaging. Same boards, eight and a half, two games, I know. Ten less minutes per game, both games. Good on you, Jericho. If you want to a, a nitpick on him, you really, I was really hoping that he'd be a shot blocker. I'd really, but it doesn't seem like he has the instincts timing quite yet. Two fucking games and it's summer league. Who gives a shit? But this guy, he looks like an NBA player, man. He just does. I mean, like, he can rebound and play some defense, and he's not an idiot. On offense, he's just not. So I really don't know what I. What do you? Uh, what What are you complaining about? There's, he's number fifty eight overall pick, and he's playing great. He's playing fucking great. So man, those those IQ Obi and those three guys have looked. Those IQ Obi and those those three guys have looked really good, really really good. Um, again, the, the, if I, what's my biggest nitpick, my biggest nitpick is I wanted, I was really hoping that OB would dominate. It looks like IQ is starting to dominate, which would be really cool. But you know, I really would have loved to see OB drop his shoulder and start jumping over guys. I really, I, you know, I, I wanted to see, I was hoping to see OB Dayton. Uh, and I really haven't seen that. You know, you, you see flashes of it. He had, he's had two good games. He's had, you know, it's really not that. But I, I wish Obi got in. You're like, holy fuck, man. This guy's going to be a problem. I wish, I wish that happened. Um, and it still could happen. So, you know, who, who knows? And again, it really is summer league. Okay, you guys want my, oh, wait, here's a cool stat. Uh, in the win over Indiana, Quentin Grimes and Jericho Sims were both plus 16 and plus 17 and led the team in plus minus that game. Uh, so there's there's a manipulative stat. Uh, they're clearly, you know, the next LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, so so there's really nothing to worry about as a Knicks fan. Uh, moving on. Uh, okay. All right. Let's get into some more some more hearsay. Luca Vildoza. Uh, I don't like you very much. I don't like Luca Vildoza very much. I haven't watched a ton of film. Admittedly, I've watched I've watched probably thirty minutes of film on Luca Vildoza. Highlights, lowlights. Um, and I get it. I get the Faku Compazzo sort of thing. That's cool. Um, my, my nip, I, I don't, I don't want you anymore. I'll get more into the roster situation in a bit, but you don't look good. Now, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's a report from Alder Almo. This came out today. Uh, per team Luca Vildoza, the Argentine guard is out of this NBA Summer League with fluid on the back of his right foot. He is expected to be with the team for the preseason games. Now, Alder, 
Alder Almo has a blue check. It could be, it very well could be robotic. I've never heard of Alder Almo, uh, but he, he or she, I really can't tell, has a, a blue check. It says covering Knicks, Nets, and NBA for Empire Sports Media. Empire Sports Media, who has 13,000 followers. Who, whoever, I mean, if you guys are hiring, hit me up. Uh, that said, um, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I'm not too sure. Uh, but if you want to believe it, you can believe it. It would make a lot more sense if he was hurt because he's looked not good and he's only played, what is it? Six minutes a game. He can barely crack the rotation. Now it could be injury. It could be jet lag from coming back from the Olympics, uh, you could add a, st- a a tummy ache. I don't. I don't. There are a lot of excuses for why Luca Vildoza played, but he's been overmatched by the other rookie point guards out there, and he's had more prep time than any of them. I mean, you could say he's been playing actual basketball, but that's sort of what I mean by prep time. He's in terms of competition, he's he's he should be dominating this. If you ask, if you kind of ask me, I don't know why he hasn't. Um. Either way, I, I, I'm pretty sure that Vildoza is going to get waived. That might not be the end of his career as a Nick. We'll talk more about it when we get to the roster. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, the Knicks certainly haven't announced an injury or anything, but it wouldn't make sense for him to be hurt if you want to believe Alder or whatever. I accidentally I accidentally X'd out, X'd out of their, their story. But, you know, uh, I gave him a follow, so I'll, I'll follow up on it. Um, another guy that I don't I don't really like, I said it. And I haven't, I have, I still haven't watched like, I haven't watched, I watched like 30 on Luca. I haven't watched 10 minutes of tape on this guy, Rokas, Rokas, Jakobitis. I haven't watched 10 minutes of time, but he kind of stinks too. He can't crack the rotation, man. He can't crack the rotation. These guys, if you can't crack the rotation, Rokas has, Rokas has averaged nine minutes a game. Luca has averaged six. Yeah, there you go. Rokas, two points. Vildoza, half a point over two games. Uh, they're both point guards. Rokas has averaged one assist. Luca one point five assists. I, I I haven't. I'm not breaking down the quality of their play or whatever. It's just a matter of okay. If we are building this roster to be a playoff contender, where are we getting value? And I don't think that I I understand it's summer league. And the the weird thing about Rokas is I'm pretty sure that draft and stash guys like him because it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they never come over. And I understand he had a he had a, a Zoom interview. It might have been for S and Y or something, where he came out and said, uh, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ruling out the NBA this year. It all depends on my performance." Well, buddy, I'll rule it out for you. <laughs> I'll rule it out. I'll be the one to rule it out because it's not happening. You're not seeing a minute of NBA this year. You're not anything close to ready. Um, and I mean, uh, Vildoza could be ready. He could just be sick or something, but. I think we can get better value out of that roster spot than Luca Vildoza, personally. Um, but yeah, man, it's just weird that Rokas came over, right? You're a draft and stash. What are you doing here? Like, I remember I, it could happen all the time, and I just watch Knicks. Ba- it certainly hasn't happened with the Knicks in a long time. It might happen all over basketball. I'm, I'm, I might just be ignorant. But like, I remember in the uh, in the Marcus Morris trade, we got draft rights to dude's name was like Yusuf Sanan. Or something. He was like from Israel <laughs> or something. And he never came to any. We had his rights for like a few years and he never once came to Summer League. Never. We might still have his rights. I have no clue. And I never saw, I never understood 
I never understood the Rokas thing, especially because he was drafted ahead of Deuce. I never quite got that. Uh, but then I found this story. This, this tweet comes from a dude named Urson Demir. Uh, is Urson is Demir NYK at, on Twitter. Rokas Jakubaitis, I, I keep screwing up this dude's name. I'm so sorry. Rokas Jakubaitis, Jokubaitis, playmaking, will get, we'll get a significant update next year. His coach will not, I'm not going to try and pronounce that name, the coach of Barcelona values good ball movement a lot. Barcelona finished EuroLeague in second place in total assists. They're known for their high use of pick and rolls on offense where Rokas thrives on. So, hey man, if you, uh, this guy seems, I mean, that, that's the best explanation that I've heard is that he's getting a coach upgrade. Uh, we have this pick. Deuce is our guy. We're going to make this pick. Two picks later, we get our guy Deuce. If this guy becomes an incredible playmaker, we have his rights. Sorry, rest of NBA. Try again next year. But anyway, uh, you know, maybe he comes out and he, he becomes the next Nikola Jokic. And that'd be great, Rojas. But not this year, sweetheart. Uh, okay, that's really it for my, my, my summer league overreactions. Uh, everything take again take everything with a grain of salt it's fucking summer league two games uh, if something if something crazy happens this game I'll drop it in here really quick of course something crazy did happen IQ looked great Obi was solid uh, Sims and Grime looked pretty pretty damn good Rojas kind of made me eat my hat uh, eight minutes eight points two from three two, two out of three from three uh, he looked okay. He's still going back to Europe. It doesn't matter. But, oh, my God. Deuce McBride. Deuce McFucking Bride. 22. Six from six for six from three. Seven for nine overall. Uh, seven rebounds, five assists. I think he had two steals. No, only one steal. Uh, but, oh, man. Uh, what uh, Excellent showing. Oh, beautiful. And evidently, Luca Vildoza didn't play, so shout out to that guy, whoever that person was that, that announced that news. All right, that's enough of that. Um, Leon Rose. Leon Rose is excellent. He really is just an excellent human being in terms of being, in terms of saving the Knicks. He just keeps making himself look fucking fantastic. He really just does. They announced the uh, the the Kemba Walker signing and the Noel deal uh, today, I believe. Kemba Walker, his contract with the Knicks is fully guaranteed for two seasons. This is Keith Smith, NBA, on Twitter. This year he's getting paid eight million seven hundred twenty nine thousand twenty dollars, less than nine million dollars. I want to know how we got that extra 20 at the end. <laughs> all, right, well, all right, Leon, if you, you throw me a 20, we'll shake hands right now. I want to know how he did that. I'm sure it's some percentage of the cap or what have you, but that's all he's getting paid. And then next year he gets paid a little over. He gets paid $9.1 million. And that's, he's getting that from SpotRack. No, no options or anything. Everything's fully guaranteed. That's what you got from SpotRack. 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. It's just a steal. It's just a steal. I, 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 we didn't. The, the reason I know we covered it last year, but we did not know that it was for two years. We thought it for it was for one year. We thought it was for one year, and that's it. And I, 
and by the uh, really quick, uh, Nerlens Noel, his deal came out. Remember, I was a little piss. I'm a little. I was a little pissy about it. Uh, Nerlens Noel. This is Tommy Beer. Uh, well, I guess he Tommy Beer is getting this from Keith Smith. Apparently, Keith, Keith Smith's the guy. Uh, guaranteed for only two seasons at 18 million. So he's get he's guaranteed only nine million a year. Well, I, and it's probably a little less. The contract also includes four million in unlikely bonuses. I'm so okay. That's very different than 332. That's very different than 332. 218 is so much more palatable than 332. Well done for fleecing this dude. But back to Kemba. It's... This is trauma speaking because I'm a Knicks fan. And I'm sorry. But if you're listening, you're likely a Knicks fan too. It sounds a little too good to be true. Something doesn't sound right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope and pray to whatever God you want me to that I am wrong. But why are you signing a two-year deal for cheap? Why are you hopping on year two for cheap? You're Kemba Walker. You're just, you're Kemba Walker. You averaged 19 points a game last year. Why are you taking a pay cut for year two when you really only need to do it for one? So it makes me think, is he hurt? How bad's the injury? Is it going to take longer than a year? I know you said that you never really had an, uh, uh, an entire offseason to get healthy like this. You can't wait to get healthy and go whatever. Do you need a full year? Because you'd think that this would be a prove-it year. Why do you need the next one too? I'm not complaining. But something's a little fishy there. Or... Are you afraid of the market? You a little afraid of the market, Kemba? Getting shrewdered? <laughs> Getting shrewdered? Oh, man, I can't wait for shrewdered to become a thing. The poor fucking guy. Uh, by the way, uh, their names are Jeff Austin and Alex Saratsis. Those are, those are the agents <laughs> uh, that guided Dennis Schroeder through that thing where he turned down Four years, $84 million. $84 million in guaranteed money. Generational wealth for his children's children's children. Turned it down, and the other day he signed with the Celtics for $5.9 million. Now, uh, uh, listen, man, if you, if I, would, I would love uh, half a million. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with it, but, man, that's got to suck. Now, those guys, I, I feel bad slandering those guys. Uh, they're also the agents for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, the, the, again, on the other hand, being the agent for Giannis Antetokounmpo might be the easiest gig in the world. You just <laughs> you show up to people and you say, you pay me as much as you want. And they say, yes, ma'am. And that's it. But in all seriousness, man, I, that, that sucks for Schroeder. That sucks for Schroeder. I wish him the best. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope, I hope his bet on himself works out in the end and we all have to eat our hats. Uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. And, but Kemba, man, I, I really hope that you just want to come home to the Bronx and, and play with Julius, play on this team for two years. I really hope that you do. I really hope it's that simple, but man, with all the trauma that I, all the shit that we've been through, you have to understand why it's just a little fishy that you guarantee that, that second year at the discount. It's just a little weird, man. But Moving on, other roster move. 
Other roster moves, the Knicks announced that they signed Dwayne Bacon. Dwayne Bacon, uh, he played for Charlotte and Orlando. He played with, played with Fournier. Uh, he's probably a Scott Perry guy, you know? If you play on the Magic, you probably Scott Perry probably drafted you. Um, so he's probably a Scott Perry guy. Uh, uh, he averaged 10 points with Orlando last year. So he's not a scrub. Uh, ugly numbers are he shot 28% from on two on, on about three threes a game. Uh, but he shot 82% from free throws. So he's not a bad shooter. And then his sophomore year, he shot 43% from three on a, on on two attempts, which, you know, so it, his bad three-point percentage last year, it could just be him being on a bad team in Orlando that got gutted. Uh, and he has to take bad shots because they got rid of Fournier and Gordon and he wasn't prepared for that role. You know, it, it could just be that. So, you know, but apparently he's a very good defender and he's a, he's a, uh, a good shooter. He's one of those. He's one of the three and D guys who have. When they've had the three, they haven't had the D, and when they haven't had the D, they haven't had the three. So you know. So you know. Hopefully, it all it all works out. But they haven't released the details of what kind of deal this is. It might just be like a like a like a vet min non guaranteed thing. I don't know how it fits into the roster. I'm a little lost about the entirety of that. Um, so, okay, I did my mock roster and all my, my two-way slots uh, last year. And what I said last year was the starting five is Kemba, Fournier, RJ, Randall, Mitch. That's the starting five. Beautiful. I nailed that one. Not close. Lovely. Backup, Rose, IQ, Burks, OB, Noel. Hit it out of the park again. No complaints. A+. Plus. The third string filling out the, the, the top 15 is where I, 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 I fucked up a little bit, right? Well, I didn't fuck up quite yet, but the Knicks are going to make a move to make me fuck up. So what I said was Deuce, Luca, Grimes, Knox, and Taj. That's what's locked in right now. And then for those who don't know, the way the NBA works is you get cap space for 15 players, and then you get two two-way contracts, uh, which brings your total roster size to 17 players. Those players have to play a certain amount of games in the G League, certain amount of games in the NBA. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I haven't read the CBA in a while. I apologize. Um, we guaranteed Jericho Sims one of those two-way slots. Well done. Love Jericho. Again, he's the next Dwight Howard, apparently. So it, you really can't complain there. And that left our 17th spot. And if you remember, what did I say? I really would love to see Theo Pinson back. Just give him the two-way contract. Just have him in the locker room, man. He wants to be back. I, 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 I would take his locker room presence over, definitely over any contribution that we think that Rojas or any other free agent might throw our way as our 16th and 17th guy. Theo Pinson isn't eligible for a two-way contract, according to most NBA professionals. I want to talk to someone about it because I think, and I, I remember reading, <laughs> it's so bootleg when you say, I remember reading and somebody told me, as opposed to, no, 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 I know this piece of, of true information for certain. I don't know that. But I remember reading that a player that had the same, because the, the way that it cuts off, it, if you get over a certain number of years of NBA experience, you're no longer eligible to sign a two-way contract. I'm pretty sure that someone with the same amount of experience as Theo Pinson signed a two-way deal last year. 
So I think if they put me on the phone with Adam Silver, I'd get something done. <laughs> and we'd get Theo Pinson back. He's playing summer league with Bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up on their roster as their 15th guy, their 15th rah-rah guy. Um, but, you know, he, he's playing summer league with them, unfortunately, as opposed to Knicks. But the bottom line is it's not possible for him to be our second two-way contract. Who will it be? Now, I told you about the eligibility thing. Dwayne Bacon has like six years of NBA experience. He's definitely not eligible for a two-way contract. So it can't be him. If we're keeping him around, he needs to be on that top 15. So whose spot is he taking? If his contract is guaranteed. Assuming that his contract is indeed happening and he's going to be on the team, which they wouldn't announce it now if it wasn't the case. The easy move is to just cut Luca Vildoza is to cut Luca Vildoza. It makes a lot of sense. His contract is not guaranteed. Uh, it never was. It never will be. Uh, it's like $3 million. We could just cut him and then sign Bacon to that amount of money. And if we really think Luca's the guy, we can just sign him to our second two-way deal, in which case our, our, our third-string garbage time would become Deuce, Dwayne Bacon, Grimes, Kevin Knox, Taj, and then our two two-way contracts would be Jericho Sims and Luca Vildoza. Now, if you listened to the podcast that I am currently doing, I don't think Luca Vildoza is very good, and I don't want him on my team. And what I would much rather do is have somebody else. <laughs> um, so if Luca wants to go back to Europe or he wants to explore uh, you know, a situation, because Luca might have signed thinking that we weren't that we that we were gonna you know spend a lot of money on one big point guard and he would be definitely the backup. He probably didn't expect that Campbell Walker would request a buyout and we'd get him for Soji. He probably didn't anticipate that he would be at best the third string point guard. Oh, by the way, there's a dude named Deuce McBride who's playing really. He's actually outplaying you right now in summer league, and he's more of a Thibodeau guy than you ever will be in the in your entire life experience. Because he's just a beast on defense. So, you know, I don't know if Luka wants to be here anymore. And I don't know if the Knicks want Luka to be here. You know, provided he's healthy and they still want him to be here, I'd say, well, okay, why is he playing six minutes a game in Summer League? And Wayne Selden is outplaying him. Why are we doing this? But, you know, that's why I'm here in a closet. <laughs> I don't get a say. Um, but something's going to happen. That, that, that If you're going to take one thing away from this rant that I'm giving... Something's going to happen. We are almost, I'm almost certain that we're going to have to cut Luca, and we are going to have to shift things around. Either bring him back or find somebody else to get the, the two-way deal. There's a lot, been a lot of rumblings on Twitter that uh, – and because the, the guy we signed immediately after the draft, we kind of called dibs. We invited him to Summer League. We might sign him to a two-way. There's a lot of rumblings about it. Is a dude named Amir Sims. Two M's as opposed to one with the Jericho. Both Sims. Multiple M's, various, you know, numbered M's. Amir Sims, he's from he's from Clemson. Uh, power forward, he's about 6'8". He's got an NBA body. Shot 40% last year from Clemson, uh, but a, a lot of experts don't like his shot at all. They say he needs defensive work, but again, he's got the body, he's got the length. Um, and if he can shoot, there's not there's nothing wrong with having a 6'8 dude who can play defense and knock down some threes. I was listening to an interview earlier today. He said, models his game after like Paul Millsap. Uh, Jay Crowder. So, I, uh, hey, man, you want to come in and play some of that? Count me in. Um, but I don't know. Uh, if Amir Sims is your guy, 
Well, great. That means you can't have Luca Vildoza unless you want to do some big trade where you're sending out Kevin Knox, you're sending out Miles Turner, whatever you want to do. If we, it would be very easy to just trade Knox for two second rounders, cut your losses and have that roster spot, open up a little bit of salary. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. But, you know, something's going to happen. It might happen tomorrow. Who the fuck knows? And this podcast is a waste of time. Um, but yeah, Henson's probably gone. And more important, the other day we renounced rights to Frank. Uh, we, we renounced his cap rights. Frank is probably not coming back. If Frank finds his way back on the Knicks, oh man, I'm going to scream into a mic for 45 minutes about Frank. Oh man, that'd be dope as hell. Uh, at any rate, that's the roster situation. Let's get into a little fucking juice, huh? Let's get into a little, some, a little bit of spice, okay? Mobile One, the fucking gas company, the NBA, and I believe Bleacher Report, <laughs> a, real, a real three amigos, a real murderer's row, they're doing something called Behind the Drive NBA Sweepstakes, okay? So I can enter to win right now. I'm not going to. But the bottom line, uh, I can win big and get one of our two grand prize packages uh, complete with, I can get one-on-one time with either Julius Randle or Carl Anthony Towns. Interesting. Uh, and I can get some combination, some permutation of customized, mo- co- customized mobile one kicks. So I, I do need some new sneakers. You know, I've always said I wanted, you know, an oil company, (laughs) oil company themed sneakers. I bet that's pretty cool. I bet that'll get me a lot of chicks Um, or a copy of 2K22. Whatever. I don't care about the fucking sweepstakes. I think it's stupid, but legit, whatever. If you want to enter, go ahead. Tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll give me a promo code. (laughs) These people are doing a lot of promo. They did like a one. They did one on one interviews with them. Uh, where, uh, where they, you know, they talk about their motivation and what drives them just like what oil does to a car. It really drives, I guess that was their thing. Um, bottom line, they're cool interviews. Julius Randall said he wants to win MVP. No big deal. Uh, said he loves New York, signed the contract the next day. No big deal. He's my guy. I don't know what Kat's talking about because I didn't listen to it because I really don't care what Carl Anthony Towns has to say right now. His personal interview. The third piece of content that they did is on Instagram. I believe exclusively because I went to look for it on YouTube and I couldn't find it. And I said, holy shit, I've been drinking too much. I can't find this clip that I know exists. And I felt insane, but I found it on Instagram. And here he goes. You know, it's real. Here's Carl Anthony Towns. Julius is one of those guys. He's just not only an amazing player, but he's an amazing guy. And his character speaks so highly of him. I respect him so much as a father. His talent, obviously, has just gotten better and better and better. He finally got the recognition I think he's deserved for a long time. And he's put the work in to deserve it. So um, congratulations on MIP. Uh, There's a lot more coming down the road for you. And I'm going to have a lot of fun competing against you right now on your best. Okay. Okay. I'm going to roll that back one more time. I'm going to have a lot of fun competing against you right now on your best. This is from Bleacher Report's Instagram. One more time, actually. Competing against you right now on your best. I'm a video editor for a living. I do that on my side. So I deal with a lot of audio. I deal with a lot of crappy audio that I need to fix. 
That right there is a jump cut in audio. They cut something out. I'm here to be the conspiracy theorist and say that he might have said something that they had to cut. And, and that was the best audio they could get. But you can hear the jump, that little click, the little click. Here is what, I'll do it to myself. Here is what exactly ad edited audio sounds like. You hear that jump cut. I can do it on my computer right now. I'm gonna have a lot of fun competing against you right now on your best. That's what somebody did there. And that's the best they could do. Did he say something? I don't know. Now, I'm not going to waste your time. There is something better. Here's Julius Randle. Yeah, man, Cat, he's amazing, man. He's super talented. It's like, what can he not do on the court? He can shoot it, he has post game, he can pass. Especially for fives, man, he's a matchup nightmare. But definitely somebody I would love to play with, man, because I feel like our games will really mesh so well. I've always had an admiration for Cat's game from afar. Everybody knows he's a great player, but man, he's truly a great person. He truly cares. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off there. I don't give a crap about Cat as a person. You said it, Julius. He said that. Cat's amazing, huh? Cat's amazing. You think you want to play with him someday? You don't say you'd really like to play with him. You think because you think he's a matchup, he's a nightmare. You could do everything, matchup nightmare, and your games would mesh well. It's pretty fucking interesting, Julius. <laughs> it's pretty fucking interesting that you just said that. How are people not talking about this? How on earth are people not talking about this? Why haven't people been fined yet? Am I the only person who, have se who has seen this? I mean, maybe it's because it's just an ice-cold fucking take. Oh, yeah, Julius Randle wants to play with Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ice-cold. Of course he wants to play with Carl Anthony Towns. He's one of the best players in the world. But remember when LeBron said that shit? Julius Randle's basically LeBron, right? <laughs> I get it. There's a double standard. But the bottom line is... Down the road. Everybody's talking about how we need a point guard. How we'll, we'll eventually trade for a point guard. We need a lead guard. We need Dame Lillard. Maybe. Just maybe. Our superstar. Will be a five. From Minnesota. And maybe he'll reunite with Tibbs. Because remember he didn't like Tibbs very much. Uh, but you know. Water under the bridge. Maybe he's a new guy. I know he came out with some shit last year saying that he, you know, now, now he's a grown man and he doesn't care. I used to stat stuff and I used to care about stuff that I don't care about anymore. And now I'm, now I'm legit. He's also from New Jersey, by the way. He grew up a Knicks fan. By the way. Um, but yeah, that's my, that was my, uh, that was my little reality TV segment right there. Maybe I'll do more of those. Maybe I'll do more, do more conspiracy theories. But again, man, hey. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful, incredibly humble to any and all of you who listened for 30 seconds, two minutes. Uh, con continue to, to if, if, you, if you got a buddy who likes basketball, you know, follow me on Twitter. Twitter, I need some more followers on Twitter. I also got to make an Instagram. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll share this on IG now that I'm ripping, now that I'm stealing uh, audio content from, from Bleacher Report, I guess. Uh, at any rate, man, I talked all, I, every last drop I had, man. I talked all the Knicks I could. Still don't have a knack. See you guys next week. It's no secret.